In the mid-1980s, the world was on the verge of a nuclear war. In anticipation of the Cold War becoming a hot war, the Illuminati built a secret base full of magic and technology a full century beyond what the rest of the world had, hiding under a goat farm in northern Oregon. Eventually, the threat of war between the East and West disappeared, and the Illuminati mothballed the installation. In the year 2012, the leaders of the Illuminati left the world, and the installation was completely abandoned and forgotten. In 2020, said installation was discovered by a group of nerds and goat farmers. Uh, I don't think goats are supposed to glow that color. What colors are goats supposed to glow, Dave? They began to use this advanced technology to start a podcast. Based on the three F's of nerdism, fiction, fandom, facts. The concept of the waterbed was invented by science fiction writer Robert E. Heinlein. Buckle in for the amazing adventures, thrilling stories, and unrestrained fun. Is that a zombie? Yep. Is that a flamethrower? Yep. Don't be home without it. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Billy and Nanny Goats, hermaphrodites, three gender aliens, and cryptids, put your appendages or hooves together for Dave's Underground Goat Shenanigans. Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Hello, Dave. Can somebody please turn the computer off of Captain Kirk's kinky girlfriend mode? I'm on it, dude! Welcome, Dave. Okay. Much better. Well, my name is Dave, and I live on a, a goat farm, uh, which is on top of a secret Illuminati base. And as of 36 seconds ago, I'm a podcaster. Okay, let's uh, talk about the podcast. It is called Dave's Underground Goat Shenanigans. And though I am sure that goats are going to uh, appear quite frequently on this program, it's going to focus on the three F's of nerdum. The first F is going to be fiction. So the, the first third of the show is going to focus on some writing of some very talented people, either read by themselves or other people, or people reading a very uh, special or just really important uh, public domain stories. Then the next F of the show, which will be covering the middle part, is going to talk about fandom, about things that people love with a nerdish or geeky bent. Whether this be comic books, anime, adventure movies, uh, 1920s pulp stories, anything that is maybe not embraced by mainstream pop culture, but people or someone out there is very passionate about. And we're going to wrap it up with the uh, final Fs. 
uh, facts. Now, this could be a historical story, uh, trivia, and to be honest, we're going to play a little loose, at least for this podcast, with the term fact. So it may include things like urban legends and cryptozoology tales. We're not saying that the events were facts. In that case, the fact is that somebody out there telling these stories. So uh, let's get on with it and... Oh, what's that? You want to hear about the uh, Illuminati base? Well, I guess I could talk a little bit about it. Um, oh, that reminds me. If you're not listening to this podcast on a computer or a cell phone or a tablet, but instead are actually using a Cerebrex broadcast relay, 7 through 9er alpha, you need to set your redundancy frequency to XY103 dash dark green black nebula okay so how did I get this goat farm on top of an Illuminati base well to tell you that story first I gotta tell you how I got the goat farm a few years back I was living in Southern California and my employer found it was much easier to fire someone who had been there for 13 years and then hire someone off the street at minimum wage. Uh, my marriage that, um, you know, let, let me just put it this way. Uh, I was in a marriage that probably wasn't healthy for either of us, but that I didn't want to end. Uh, and rent in Southern California just keep going up and I didn't see a way with ending up trying to work two minimum wage jobs that I could support my, you know, my apartment in California. Then a miracle took place, or what at that time I thought was a miracle. Um, my uncle Owen died. Owen wasn't really my uncle. Uh, I'm not quite sure how he fits into this family tree. I think he's like, third or fifth cousins on either side of my parents' line. Um, but everybody, including my grandparents, always referred to him as Uncle Owen. He was kind of this hippie, conspiracy nut. Uh, he had, you know, always wearing nine-inch nail t-shirts, had this long, shaggy, hair. He sort of looked like a, a salt and pepper, a Kurt Cobain. You know, he was like a, a lapsed Catholic. You know, he'd show up to celebrate Easter and Christmas, and then maybe we'd see him once a year besides that. Um, I'm really not quite sure how he fits into this rather complex family tree I have. But you've got to remember, I have a cousin who once faked his death so he didn't have to associate with us. True story, by the way. So when Owen passes away, for some reason, I am his sole heir and beneficiary. A man I probably hadn't seen in 10 years. And 
It was a shock, but more importantly, it really seemed like a miracle. I was forced out of my job, I was forced out of my home, I was forced out of my family, and then all of a sudden, I got offered in Northern Oregon, not only property where I could live, but at the same time, my own business. So I packed up my Jeep and I drove to a city in Northern Oregon that I had never been there before. So Owen had it set up so that basically he would take the goat milk, turn it into cheese, and then he would sell it to the, you know, the food carts in Portland, as well as, you know, restaurants that catered to hipsters, you know, that wanted, you know, organic, locally grown goat cheese on their exotic uh, burritos or whatever hipsters eat in Portland. And, you know, it was a pretty sweet setup. I mean, it wasn't breaking in, you know, cash, you know, hand over foot or, you know, wasn't making a, a lot of money, but hey, it paid the bills, gave me a little bit of extra money so, you know, I could buy, you know, comic books or see a movie I wanted to once in a while. It was hard work. Uh, I'm going to say that um, it, it, it's hard work, but, uh, you know, it, it paid the bills. And I, I know I really bought into this sort of cliche or trope that, hey, you know, I was, you know, a man of the land. I was producing food for, you know, for people to consume. You know, I really sort of liked this farmer lifestyle, which kind of surprised me. Now, one thing we have to remember, though, is that for the first six months of me running the business, I did everything I could to drive it into the ground. I just was completely incompetent because I knew nothing about goats. I knew nothing about making cheese. I knew nothing about how to sell to hipster chefs. I just made every mistake someone could have. But still, the company survived. And I was happy, you know. Maybe for the first time in a while, I was just happy with where I was, who I was, and what I was doing. Then things changed when I started seeing goats walking through the walls. Yeah, something was going on. So before I tell you more about what happened and how I discovered this Illuminati base, why don't we listen to some fiction first? My name is David Heath, and I play the role of Farmer Dave in the new podcast, Dave's Underground Goat Shenanigans. Now, you may be listening to this, and you're thinking, wait a minute, I just heard that promo that says that the underground Illuminati base will be found in 2020, and I'm listening to this in 2019. How come? What part of Illuminati time-traveling device do you not understand?
No, as we work on this and get things ready, we're hoping for an early 2020 release. So let me go over what is basically the premise of the show, if you've not heard. So there will be three sections. The first will be fiction, where we will present new original uh, stories or poems, and possibly even uh, radio dramas uh, in a small, probably about 10 minutes worth. Then the next 10 to 15 minutes is going to be fandom. And that's basically where people talk about in either a interview setting or just sit down and talk about and record themselves what they love. And we're going to focus mainly, you know, on, you know, horror, science fiction, um, you know, the genres of, uh, of, of nerds, if for lack of a better word. And then the third act is going to be based on facts. And as I've already said, facts are going to be something that someone has said. We're more interested that people have said it than that it's a true event. And we're going to cover things such as uh, urban legends, uh, you know, UFO sightings, 14 events, but not just what you might call the supernatural or the weird. Uh, we're going to talk about history as well as people's personal events or maybe family history where they or maybe ancestors of them had some sort of brushes with history. Some examples are we have uh, some possibly lined up reading some of their unpublished works uh, as well as people who are just really great fans of something that is in public domain, whether it be a poem or a, uh, a prose story, uh, reading that. People discussing their favorite B-movies would be a, an example for fandom. And we have lined up for facts an in-depth exploration into the famed uh, Portland-Shanghai tunnels as well as the adventures of a movie crew that was making a B-movie in a haunted hospital. But there is a fourth side of this polyhedron, and that is that in between these parts, we will have what we call the host bits, where Farmer Dave and other nerds explore this Illuminati base that was found underneath uh, his goat farm. It's going to be sort of harkened back to, you know, the, the, the host bits of Mystery Science 3000 or some of the early 1950s, 1960s uh, monster movie host uh, skits. I was pretty much dragged kicking and screaming into the world of podcasts. And I love it. Because it fulfills that wish that I had as this little 8, 9, 10-year-old. I wanted to create something, whether it's a movie or a play or 
just talk on my parents' tape recorder. And I wanted to experience with other people. And when the good folks at Black Clock Audio Tales basically offered me their my own podcast where they would help uh, with producing and engineering, you know, I love the things that are out there. There are so many good podcasts. But one of the things I really wanted the most was I wanted it to be completely different than everything else. And I love the things that they're doing. They've got some great things in their lineup. There are tons of great podcasts and, you know, nerd podcasts and pop culture podcasts. But I wanted this to be different. And I get that different can be very niche. So this may not be everybody's cup of tea. I think a lot of people would look at this and say, that's just silly and pass it on. And you know what? That's fine. This is for a very sort of specific type of audience who is nerd-centric, geek direction, who has a love for pop culture but doesn't consider it sacred cow. Willing to make fun of it, but wants to hear more about it too. And one of the things though that harken back to that, that little kid talking into my parents' tape recorder and making this radio show, is I wanted to share it. Not only people listen, but I wanted other people to participate. And so this is basically how you can help me explore this underground Illuminati base. And the first part is that if you have a fiction story that can be read out loud between one and, say, nine and ten minutes, we would love to hear it. Ideally, we would like to hear it in your voice where we can set it up, where you can record it, send it to us. If you have a story you want to share, but you're not able to record it, if you'll just give us permission, we will have someone else record it. If you want to record it, but you have no equipment and no way to record it, we can come up with something for you. The one thing that I ask is that you remember that there will be young children listening to this. Now, that means we may want to not directly address much violence, sex. Uh, I mean, if you have a question, let us know. Uh, We're going to try to probably wave off profanity for at least profanity's sake. If you've got a good story and it tells something that needs to be told, send it to us. Let us us listen to it. Um, What we don't want to do is necessarily avoid topics that need to be addressed. So if it is a topic such as dealing with social, political, I don't want to get too political, but if it's a social topic that it's a story that needs to be told, that's fine. Another possibility 
is a radio drama. If you could write and produce a radio drama, I'd love to hear it. If you could write a radio drama that you would like us to put together, send us that script. And just as every published episode of Weird Tales included poetry, uh, you know, Robert E. Howard was a poet. Lovecraft liked to think he was a poet. Uh, Lord Dunsey. Edgar Allan Poe wrote, you know, my favorite poem of all time, Annabelle Lee. So if you have poems, we would love to hear them. Again, ideally in your voice, but if you don't want to or are unable to, then that's fine. If you want us to, we'll have somebody read it for you. The fact and fandom parts are going to be pretty much the same format. Either one person talking about something they love or something in history, or multiple people. And it's pretty much easy. Just contact us and say, hey, I want to talk about the Avengers. I want to talk about Robin the Boy Wonder. I want to talk about the day the Earth stood still. And if you can record it, try to keep it under 15 minutes. If it's short, that's fine. We can put two things together and send it to us. If you don't have the equipment, contact us and we'll see what we can do. If you live in the greater Portland area, we can arrange for you to come to the studios. If not, it's more difficult, but we can probably work something out where you can literally phone it in. And also, if you have an idea for a host part for something that happens while exploring this underground Illuminati base, send it in. Let us know. Uh, by all means, if you wanted to write something out, that's great. Or you just had a trope or an idea, that's great too. Now, we can also use is people that are willing to lend their voice. We will have quite a bit of just one-liners and characters that are obviously not my character to say things. And you say, this is great, but all I've got time is maybe say three or four sentences. Perfect. Let us know. We'll send you three or four lines to say. And everybody, no matter what you do, at the end of the presentation, you will get full credit for what you did, whether it's a writing credit, it's voice credit, idea credit. So you're thinking, well, that's great, Dave, but do I get any monetary compensation? The answer is no, or well, no at this time. At this time, this is truly a labor of love. Now, as things progress, especially if you are a published author or you have a relationship working with us, hopefully as things go, we will be able to provide some sort of compensation, whether it be financial or swag. Definitely what we are willing to do though is allow you to promote your work. So if you've got a book coming out, another podcast, by all means, we will run 
in-kind ads. So like I said, if you've got a, a book or, or, you know, I am completely musically talentless. So if you have music that you want to do or present, we will definitely give you full credit and advertise it to our best ability. The one thing that we can't do is violate copyrights. And that's why it has to be original works or public domain works or works that we you have authorized to be used. Uh, because as it says in one of the uh, host gags that we're working on, even the Illuminati fears Disney. So now you've been listening to my beautiful melodic voice and you've thought, this is great. I want to be part of this. I want to do voice recordings. I want to share some of my stories. I want to write a radio drama. How do I get a hold of you? And as things go, and this is very much a work in progress, it'll change, but at this time, you can leave a message or a I am on our Facebook page, which is Dave's Underground Goat Shenanigans FBHQ for Facebook headquarters. And just send us a message and say, hey, I want to be part of this. What can I do? Or this is what I want to do. And we will get back to you as soon as possible because the fourth of F in this is friends. The fifth F is love. I am pretty sure that in Klingon, the word love starts with the letter F. Again, that's at Facebook at Days Underground Goat Shenanigans FBHQ. And we'll see you around in the underground base.